0: It is three minutes now before four o'clock. Let's quickly speak to Gavin Kelly, who is uh, the CEO of the Road Freight Association. And we're having this conversation following yet another explosion of a tanker more than or less than two months after 34 people died in a tanker explosion in Boxburg. This one happened on the William Nickel and N1 Highway in Johannesburg earlier on today. And the question we really want to raise is the safe transportation of chemicals and fuels like these, for instance. Gavin, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. We know that there's a huge issue with uh, freight transport and looking at what's happening with Transnet as well, and some of these chemicals as well as fuel have now moved onto the roads. But how do we make sure that there's a safe transporting of these chemicals and fuels and not endangering other motorists' lives?
1: Good afternoon, Alan, and good afternoon to all your listeners. That is, a cause for concern Uh, when you move any sort of goods on a road that has a potential not only for explosion but for hurting other road users. You need to make sure that the operators or those who move these things on the roads meet all the requirements. You can call them minimum safety requirements but need to meet all of these requirements to ensure these things don't happen. You just need to know that this wasn't a truck. This was a small vehicle And there's a gap here because if you move dangerous goods, things like chemicals like was in this tanker, under a certain mass or a certain quantity, then you don't need to meet some of these requirements. And that's something we need to look at. We can't have this sort of thing happening.
0: So what would some of those requirements be um, that you don't need to meet if you have a small tanker like this?
1: Well, first of all, your driver doesn't have to undergo the specialized training in terms of, of uh, we call it drawing, but having a trailer or a, a vehicle filled with these chemicals, so driving far more defensively, far more safely, having the right sort of equipment to deal with an emergency, understanding how that vehicle will react in terms of being loaded or half loaded, and we haven't seen the vehicle. We don't know what was in there. Yeah. We don't know whether it was half loaded or not. But for example, when you have a half loaded tanker, you know, a, a liquid tanker and it's raining on the road, that trailer or that tanker reacts totally differently from a, a fully loaded one because the liquid moves around. So if you don't, if you have a, a vehicle or a trailer that's moving an amount of quantity of goods under the the requirement then you don't have the specialized training so your drivers might not be ready to deal with these sorts of
0: situations thank you so much for your time gavin kelly is the ceo of the road Freight association it's four o'clock time for the news